Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Big Time Talkers! I'm Brock Gordon. And I'm Benjamin Duncan. And that's it. It's basically just a glorified earning our stripes this week. Let's go! Yeah! M-I-Z! C-O-U! All the other schools suck. It's Tigers only. That's all we're talking about here on Big Time Talkers. Nothing else fucking happened. It's Tiger Country. Yeah, this is Tiger Country. Year of the Tiger. Yeah, oh god, I hope so. <laughs> I think on the in like the Chinese calendar it's Year of the Tiger if I remember correctly. Don't give me hope. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Don't give me hope. Don't give me uh, hope. Not now. Not now. Ben, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Uh, well, the trade deadline has came and passed. Ooh, are we going to do a the thing right here at the beginning, Brock? What? The trade deadline? No, uh, we, we talked about it before doing, talking about all this stuff. Go ahead. All right, everybody. Well, uh, as of us recording this, um, ESPN and CBS sent out the message, but um, Dodgers legend broadcaster Vin Scully has passed away at the age of uh, 94. And uh, if we could just get a, a little moment of silence here at the beginning of the podcast. Thank you, everybody. It's a little bit longer than a moment. <laughs> wanted, wanted to give him his dues. Oh, yeah. We gave him a moment for every single great call he ever made. Yeah. And, like, speaking of Vince Scully, his 67-year stint with the Dodgers was the longest time spent, spent by a sports broadcaster with any one team. Mm. It's crazy, man. Just crazy, man. What what we would do to have a have a job like Vince Scully, man? Listen, <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> God, I want that so bad. I want it, I want a job like that. Anyway, speaking of baseball, the trade deadline has came. And passed. Thank the Lord. And the Royals actually did things. Some good things. Let's go. Two confusing trades, but two trades that needed to be done as well. We will start with the first one that happened almost a week ago. In fact, exactly a week ago, <laughs> now that I look at it, July 27th, the New York Yankees finalized a deal 
to get Andrew Benintendi from the Royals. Thank the Lord. I mean, I'd rather he didn't go to the Yankees, but... And in return, the Royals got Chandler Chaplin, Beckway, and TJ Sekman. Or Sekma, my bad. TJ Sekma? Sekma? I think that's how it's pronounced. I don't know. Yeah. So three players in return. One of them being a former Missouri Tiger. Damn right. Damn right, and I'll do it again. Uh, the next trade, which was a, uh, a a little bit of a weird one. Uh, the Royals then traded Emmanuel Rivera, Riviera. Third baseman. To the Diamondbacks. For right-handed pitcher Luke Weaver. I thought that was definitely an interesting trade. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. Because. <laughs> Either they were down bad to get rid of him, or they were down bad to get a third baseman. <sighs> apparently, apparently not as down bad as the Padres were. <laughs> this trade made no goddamn sense. I mean, I'll take pitching for the Royals any day, and if well, Luke Weaver can... If Luke Weaver can get his uh, Cardinals form back, then that would be that would be great. Yeah, if we're still talking about that one. I'm getting ready to talk about this next one. Uh, the San Diego Padres were wheeling and dealing today, getting as many players as they good players as they could, and then they got to the Royals, and they traded Brent Rooker to the Royals for catcher Cam Gallagher. Wait, when was this? I didn't see this. This happened right after the big news happened. I will get to that one later. After this. But yes, Cam Gallagher, Sir Gallagher, is now no longer a Royal. He spent 11 years with the Kansas City Royals. He is now a San Diego Padre, where he has a shot to win a World Series ring. I didn't even see that. What the heck? Yep. Oh, I was scrolling through seeing some of the other trades that happened. You know. Wait, so who did we get for Cam Gallagher? Outfielder Brent Rooker. Never heard of that fella. So, in case you haven't noticed, the Royals have gotten a lot of outfielders recently. Either drafting or trades. Yeah. Which, on the one hand, I'm like, okay... It's nice to, nice to get a lot of outfielders at the same time. God damn, how many outfielders do we need? <laughs> Make them play all the different positions. Good lord. Well, no, that's what our first basemen are. Or our uh, infielders yep. are. <clears throat> they play like 19 different positions. Yep. And then finally... The big one happened for the Royals. Long time coming, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just, just some irony. Just some major yeah. irony. <laughs> uh, Whit Merrifield, who was called up 
after the World Series win in 2016, is now no longer a Royal. Ben, where did he go? He went to the Toronto must-be-vaccinated Blue Jays. Whit Merrifield, if you remember, was one of the 10 Royals that did not go to the Toronto series to end the year because he wasn't vaccinated. Him and Andrew Benintendi have both said they will be vaccinated. <laughs> well, funny enough, um, Toronto doesn't have a... Toronto's next home game isn't until August 12th, actually. So he's got time to get that... Uh, the, the, the jab. The jab. Yes. But... Hopefully he does. God... It's just, what the hell? <laughs> In return, the Royals get uh, Samad Taylor, a second baseman slash outfielder. Again, another outfielder. And Max Castillo, a right-handed pitcher from AAA Buffalo. We'll take, we'll take pitching all day long. Now, notice how I said that there were a third baseman traded by the Royals for the trade de- during the trade deadline. Yeah. <clears throat> because the AAA Omaha Storm Chasers have a stellar player in their lineup in Omaha. Named Michael Massey. We he, did see him play a couple games, correct? Yes, we did in the Toronto series. That's what I thought. He was originally supposed to be on the starting lineup for tonight's Storm Chasers game. Until they pulled him off of it. Interesting. Let the speculation... Run wild. He was supposed to play second base. Clay Dungan got put in second base. And Angelo Castigliano got put at third, replacing where Dungan was at third. Now. Let... The speculation run wild, Ben. Is it finally happening? Let it run wild. Is it finally happening? Are they letting the kids play? If they were to call it Michael Massey, the Royals would have seven rookies just as fielders, not including in the bullpen. Seven rookies in the outfield and the infield and as catchers. It's the, it's a movement. Let the kids play. Let the kids play. I feel like somebody wrote an article about this or something. I think somebody did, and it's on our website. I think so as well. And I think somebody's ranking all the trades that the Royals made based off of how good they are. That'll be on the website, I think. I think it will be on the website. But that wasn't the only one the Royals made. There was another one. 
And for that one, we have to scroll way down. Because this was a very... Uh, very out there trade. Uh, slightly. The Royals acquired left-handed pitcher Anthony Miskovich from the Seattle Mariners for cash. Miskovich is uh, now at Omaha. So, thoughts, Ben? We'll take pitching all day long, and hopefully um, our uh, young guys can start doing well, and our pitching gets to where it needs to be. Mm. We all, all obviously kind of know, like, this year's definitely not our year. Oh, yes, I could see. I could see that if... If we continue to get better with these with our young guys and pitching finally can catch up, we might be there in the next two to three years. All right, let's hit the uh, the um, star other trades that happen. Josh Hader went yeah. from the Brewers to the Padres. Yep, on August first, Frankie Montas. And Lou Trevino went to the Yankees from Oakland. Uh, an extension happened when Austin Riley signed a 10-year, $212 million contract extension. With the Braves. So Stone Cold will remain in Atlanta. Uh, you got any more of the big ones that happened before today, Ben? Former Royal... Eric Hosmer got uh, traded to Boston today. Well, yeah, okay, that was today. I was saving those away. All right, today. Ah. Josh Bell and um, Juan Soto are now Padres. Washington got fleeced, man. And Luke Voigt <laughs> went with him. Went to Washington. Really? Bro, do you know how badly... I want Luke Voigt to be a royal. <laughs> like, but speaking on that that absolutely massive trade, Eric Hosmer had used his no trade clause because he was originally supposed to go to Washington, but he used his no trade clause and he got shipped off to Boston instead. Yep. Uh, a little bit of news on the uh, minor league front. Brewer Hinkle hit his 18th homer of the season. Ooh, let's and go. And Drew Waters got two RBIs. Let's go. It's getting really hard for them to hold them back down there. <laughs> it's but back on the, the massive, uh, Back on the massive trade, though, Brock? Yeah. I'm just trying to think, like, how are the Padres going to fork out all this money to these guys? I don't know. Because didn't they just pay... Um, they paid uh, uh, Tatis Jr. like, what, like 300000 Yep. Or $300 million, whatever. And then uh, they, they just uh, extended uh, the one pitcher... Uh, Joe Musgrove, I think, right? 
Yeah. So, man, they're just forking out money, so they got to be going all in right now to win a World Series this year. I mean, yeah, it's super uncertain what's going to happen in the NL. I got a little bit of more uh, news if you want to know about Brent Rooker, by the way. Sure. Brent Rooker is 27. He hits uh, 2.12 in 241 career MLB at-bats. Where did the Royals get him from? The Padres for Cam Gallagher. <laughs> So we traded weird, a... Weird trade. Well, yeah, it's a weird trade. But, I mean, Cam Gallagher is a weird player, so... Also, I have my new favorite player that is in the Royals farm system. Okay. His name is River Town. River Town? River Town. Ah. Huh. And he just got promoted to single-A high, Quad City, River Bandits. Oh, you're 100% getting that jersey. (laughs) Oh, if they sold that, I would be all over it. (laughs) Oh my god. River River Bandits? River Town? River Town on the River Bandits. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love this team sometimes, man. You know, have I said that recently? If I said that recently, I feel like I need to keep saying it. I don't know how recently, but it's it's good to hear it. You know, they may have lost today 9-2 when we're recording. They may have lost 9-2. But they won the other night thanks to Daniel Lynch pitching an excellent game, and they won 2-1. to one. Oh, that game was amazing. I'm just saying, the pieces are there for this team. You know, no, sc- Screw the rest of the MLB. We're going to talk about the Royals for a while here. Because when it all boils down to it, this is a pro-Royals podcast. We make no bones about it. All of us that are come on this podcast that you hear, we were all born in Kansas City, raised in Kansas City, and we're all Kansas City Royals fans. Yes, sir. I don't know about you, Ben, but baseball was my first love. I know that's the same. It was for- pretty, pretty, pretty close because I mean I started watching football and baseball pretty much a year apart from each other. Yeah, Tommy, it's the same way. Baseball was his first love. We are passionate about the Royals. I would go to more games if I had the opportunity to. But with if Tommy, we had, if we had the opportunity, free time and money. Yeah, yeah, I've got the free time. It's just I don't get anyone to go with. But I'd totally go if I was. If you were, if up I here. had a lot more free time. <laughs> if you were up here, yeah, I would. Yeah, but. I love this team. This is my team. I I will firmly state the major downfall of this team 
is its inconsistency. All over yeah. the place. All over the place. Pitching mainly. Mainly the pitching. I will say that. Brad Keller getting schlacked tonight, dude. Yes. That hurt. Yeah. However, it's not just always the pitching. Quite a few of the times it is also the bats. Yeah. Like today, the bats went pretty cold. Mm-hmm. But I I feel... Hmm. I feel hopeful, I guess is the word that I'm going to go with. Yeah. I feel hopeful with the guys that we have. Moving into the future, I feel hopeful about this team. I don't know about the pitching yet. I don't know if that's in in the pipeline or if it's going to have to be tr- signs or trades or whatever. But I'm surprised we didn't trade a Michael A. Taylor. Or Stamont or Barlow. Yeah. But we got Singer. Keller's there. He's he's fine. He's fine. He'll have a game like I mean, this every he, once in a while. And if he had some bats to back him up every once in a while, too. Yeah. Um, all of his losses that have piled up on him this year, it's not just all him. It's not like he's getting hammered for, like, eight-plus runs every like single did. game he yeah. loses. No, he'll get like to show three up or four, and then they'll lose, and they'll because either the bullpen couldn't hang on or the bats just went ice cold. I just, I I feel hopeful. I I want, I want to feel for this team. I want this team to make me mad when they lose. And make me mad when they have blunders. I don't want to be apathetic towards this team. I don't want it to just be a, you know, I'm chilling at home and then I get an ESPN update that the game's over and I'll be like, oh, okay. That sucks, they lost her. Oh, cool, they won. I want to care. I don't like being the apathetic fan. I don't think anyone likes to be the apathetic fan. I was talking to my parents earlier today. The, my my mom, who, granted, is not the biggest sports fan, but will still watch Royals games, didn't know who any of the people I was talking about today were. She knew Salvi, she knew Witt, she knew Ben Attendee. She didn't recognize anyone else's name that I said. She didn't know who MJ Melendez yeah. was. She didn't know who Nick Prado was. She didn't know who... Uh, Vinny Pascantino was she didn't know because as she said I they're just not that good I shouldn't really invest my time if it's not really worth watching which is <sighs> it's the wrong approach to have it truly is with this team because they're not bad Yes, they're over 20 games below 500. Yes, the pitching is, I'm not going to say god-awful, but it's its pretty damn close. It's pretty atrocious. It's atrocious. But there are several bright spots on this team. Brady Singer has finally become 
a sliver of what we hoped he would be. Zach Grinke has said he wants to stay a Royal while the team is losing. Bobby Witt Jr. has showed that he is a Rookie of the Year candidate. MJ Melendez the same way. Prado, Pascantino are shown just how good they are. Mikel Garcia, who I didn't even know who he was before the Toronto series, has shown that he is incredible when it comes to running the base pads. I... Mm-hmm. And I hope Michael Massa gets called up. I really do. I hope that Salvi gets another World Series ring before he retires as a Royal. I just want this team to get the love from the city, from a city that I love as much as I give to that team. I give so much love to the Royals. As soon as they announced what the City Connect jerseys were, bam, I had the shirt and I had the hat. I want... I I support this team wholeheartedly. And it's because... This is a team that growing up... Me and you, you, you can speak it on the same way. You're only a few years younger. This team was terrible growing up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had about hundred plus lost seasons. We had about three good years. Four for me that I you know, oh three wasn't terrible. But fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Yep. We had three years. We've known nothing but pain since. It I love this team. I want this team to do as good as they can be because they are, they deserve it. The city deserves, yeah, I shouldn't say the city because the Chiefs, real Kansas City sports fans deserve it. Chief, yeah, yeah, Chiefs fans, I've already given my opinion on them many times here on this podcast. Kansas City, Kansas City deserves another trophy just from someone. <laughs> no. No. Kansas City, preferably deserves, a Royal in your case? Yeah, preferably the Royals. You know, the Chiefs can just do whatever. You know, they've gotten their one. Everyone's on their bandwagon right now. Let them be on the bandwagon. Just be okay. You know, turn into the Steelers for the rest of the time after they won the Super Bowl in, what was it, 10? Just, <laughs> just go to that middling level. Or you're still yeah, in the playoffs, just, people, you know, you win your division, you go to the playoffs, you win a few games, you make some AFC Championship appearances, but that's about it. Do that. Let the real sports fans who actually care about their, the, the teams that they should care about in this city, let them focus on the Royals. Because I feel no more passion. Eh, maybe Mizzou's the only team I feel as passionate about as the Royals. And you can speak to that as well. Yeah. But, I mean, are those the same thoughts you have when it comes to the Royals and such? Because... Oh, 100%. I, I don't... And like, I know... 
I know you were saying how you're wanting Salvi to get another uh, World Series trophy, and I, I, I want to see him get to there too. If that means that Salvi is DHing at that point, and MJ Melendez is the one catching, I would be okay with that as long as Salvi gets another gets another ring in Royals blue and retires as a Royal. That's all I want to see. We stated it before. There will be. From that 2015 team, there will be two, maybe three jerseys retired. Numbers retired. Four. Four. Thirteen. And I think they got to retire number 30. They should. Just because. It should be. That stretch he had was insane for as short as it was. Yeah. Yeah. R.A.P. Ace. But it hurts to think about still. Yeah, it really does. But yeah, I... I love this team. I really, really do. I, I hate seeing them be like this. I had so much excitement after last year. But they were just a few games below 500. Just a few. And here we are in the beginning of August now, and they have 41 wins. 63 losses. It just sucks. Because I, I cared it so does. much. I cared so much at the beginning of the year, and it's showing that maybe I shouldn't have cared. That maybe all of my faith was for naught. But that's the gamble we take as being a sports fan. That's what makes sports so much fun. It's our nice little escape from reality. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. I'm going to start crying otherwise. Uh, you have some NFL news? One last uh, baseball thingy here, but um, uh, as someone who uh is a a bit of a fan of the Cubs as well, um, I was surprised to see that um, the Chicago did not trade uh, Ian Happ or Wilson Contreras here at the trade deadline and decided to keep them. Yeah, that was know, pretty surprising. I know, as like a fan of Chicago and. From what I've seen from other Chicago fans, while, yes, we're happy that uh, two of the best players on the team are still here, They, if, if Chicago had traded them away here, from what I've seen, Ian Happ and Wilson Contreras said that they, like, for the most part, would almost 100% come back and re-sign with Chicago in free agency. Hmm. So Chicago, if they did trade them away, they could have probably got something, but then they would have come back to Chicago almost guarantee in free agency. Oh, yeah. After watching some of those like interviews with uh, Ian Happ and Wilson Contreras like, talking about like what would happen if they got traded and stuff, Yeah, I'm kind of glad they 
they stayed. Yeah. I'm just glad neither of them are a Yankee or a Dodger. God, you have no idea. Oh, and that just reminded me, uh, Joey Gallo's a Dodger. Yeah, yeah, Yankees fans got their wish. <laughs> They're free. But, okay, anyways, I do have football stuff if you want me to move on to that. Yeah, might as well. I could probably get through this here pretty fast. Um... The 49ers uh, released a former Chiefs defensive end, uh, D. Ford, this past Thursday. <laughs> due to uh, him constantly being injured. Um, former uh, Seattle Seahawks linebacker, uh, K.J. Wright, uh, retired after 11 seasons the other day. Um. On uh, Saturday, on Saturday morning's uh, practice, uh, New York Giants quarterback uh, Daniel Jones uh, hit a fan with a stray pass. Yes, and the fan uh, happened to be uh, special needs. So, uh, yikes to Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes um, still throwing dimes. Someone who was on my fantasy roster last season in another fantasy league of mine, uh, Broncos wide receiver Tim Patrick tore his ACL in a practice today. So did former Missouri Tiger, Damari Crockett. Then uh, the other day, uh, Kyler Murray's contract got altered, and uh, the Cardinals took out the part about him uh, independently studying uh, Film for four hours a week. You mean so, uh, homework? looks like he's free to, uh, free to play video games whenever he wants again. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, 49ers wide receiver, uh, Debo Samuel got the, uh, the contract extension he was wanting. Getting, uh, over, uh, I think it was close to like 58 something million guarantee with, um, um, it possibly going up to like seventy five million, somewhere in that range. I don't have the exact numbers right now. Um. Oh, and then uh, today, uh, in Miami Dolphins news, uh, due to uh, the Dolphins uh tampering with uh Tom Brady and uh Sean Payton this off season, uh, a few off seasons ago. Dolph- yeah. Okay, so whatever yeah, whatever you just said, Brock. Um the Dolphins owner has been suspended. Uh the team has lost uh their twenty twenty three first round draft pick, their twenty twenty four third round draft pick, and their general manager has been suspended until October twenty seventh. Mm. Not like Miami had many uh draft picks to begin with after they uh sent all of theirs to the Chiefs for Tyreek Hill. No, not at all. And then, uh... And the Chiefs the other day signed a veteran defensive end. Uh, and former, uh, Bengal and, uh, Seahawk, uh, 
Carlos Dunlap. As we see, as, as another year goes on and moves by, with the Chiefs uh, signing a, uh, a, a veteran defensive end to a one-year contract, to see how that works. Yeah, yeah, that's becoming more and more common for them. I mean, it's, I think it's good for the young guys, considering it can give them different learning opportunities from the veterans, but then it's just like, we also don't have someone that's steady and will continue to be there for who knows how long, yeah. instead of these short little one-year contracts. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they're they're paying Carlos Dunlap uh one year eight million. <laughs> but um that's what I got in uh Oh and I, I the the new list for the the ranking the NFL franchises by um how much uh, money the franchise is worth has came came out the other day. Ooh! And uh, I was gonna run through uh, the lowest to uh, the the lowest like the lowest franchise in terms of money to the highest. If you wanted me to do that, Brock, please do. We will gladly discuss that. All right. At number thirty-two, and. Uh, and current uh, most recent Super Bowl losing team, the wow. Cincinnati Bengals, at uh, $2.84 billion. Yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, and by the way, the league average is $4.14 billion for the franchise. Hmm. Number 31. The Detroit Lions at two point eight six billion. Number thirty, the Jacksonville Jaguars at two point nine four billion. And what might come to a surprise to most people, number twenty nine, the Buffalo Bills at two point nine nine billion. Well, you know they haven't won a Super Bowl. True. Number twenty eight. Arizona Cardinals at 3.165. There's a common theme here. Number 27, the Cleveland Browns at 3.18 billion. The theme continues. At number 26, the Indianapolis Colts Ah, at 3.245. Yeah, you're telling me I could buy my Colts right now? For $3.25 billion? Is that what you're telling me right now, Ben? Yeah. Hmm. Next, at um, number 25, the New Orleans Saints at $3.26 billion. Hmm. Number 24, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at $3.28 billion. Number 23, the Tennessee Titans at $3.29 Billion. Billion. Then, at number 22, the Carolina Panthers at 3.36 billion. 
Number 21, the Baltimore Ravens at 3.435. At number 20, the Kansas City Chiefs at 3.54 billion. Seems a little low for them, but you know, it is Kansas City. That's what I was kind of thinking, too. At number 19, the Los Angeles Chargers at 3.62 billion. Number 18, the Minnesota Vikings at 3.72 billion. Number 17, the Atlanta Falcons at 3.88 billion. Number 16, the Miami Dolphins at 4.06 billion. Number 15, the Las Vegas Raiders at 4.08 billion. And now, the ne- from fourth everything from 14 to number 1 is just now going over the league average for how much a franchise is worth. Makes sense. Number 14, the Green Bay Packers at 4.19 billion. Number 13, the Pittsburgh Steelers at 4.26 billion. Number 12, the Seattle Seahawks at 4.385 billion. And this might surprise you here, Brock. Um, number 11, the Houston Texans at 4.63 billion. No, they just sold, didn't they? Maybe. I can't remember exactly. But number 10, a team that did just get sold, the Denver Broncos at $4.65 billion. Number 9, the Philadelphia Eagles at $4.7 billion. Number 8, the Washington Commanders at $4.78 billion. Number 7, the New York Jets at $4.8 billion. Number six, the Chicago Bears at $5 billion. Number five, the San Francisco 49ers at $5.18 billion. Number four, the New York Giants at $5.73 billion. Brock, do you know uh, any of the team names I haven't mentioned yet? The Rams. I have, to, I have I haven't listed off the top three yet. Yeah, the Rams you haven't mentioned. That is true. Uh, the rest, um, the Cowboys, and the Patriots. There you go. At number three, the New England Patriots at five point eight eight billion. <laughs> number two, the Los Angeles Rams at five point nine one billion. And finally, at number one, the Dallas Cowboys. And Brock, let me remind you and all of our listeners that um, the Rams in second place were at $5.91 billion. Yeah, we're about to see how much of a gap there is. The number one ranked Dallas Cowboys are at $7.64 billion. Yeah. Yeah. That's a full 
like 1.7 billion gap right there. And then funny enough, I'd found it that um, with the Cowboys being uh, valued at the 7.64 billion, that puts them 630 million dollars in advantage to the the number one uh, valued uh, baseball team in the MLB. Hmm. Do you know who that happens to be, Brock? Mm, no. The New York Yankees. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. But, uh, yeah. That's the list of the top, from uh, 32 to number one, the the highest-valued teams in the NFL. There you go, as read by the wonderful Ben Dungan. What will he have for us next week? He will have a list <laughs> ranking the top five cheesesteaks. I don't know. I do have uh, my three things, if, but I don't feel like going directly into that after I listed off all of that stuff. No, <laughs> no, I don't blame you. Um, uh, that seems like a good time you're talking about NFL and such. Sounds like a good time to, uh, once again... Plug our fantasy league. As we have finally all the members of B Card Entertainment in the league. Are are we for real? All members are in the league. All now? All, all of the B Card Entertainment people are. All of our staff Let's go. are. However, we still have the six openings for the fan base. So I have the names of each of the teams. <laughs> and damn are these some weird names. We will start with Mr. Ben Duncan and the Tony Tony Choppers. If you know, you know. <laughs> we have Mr. Tommy Haley with the will of these nut of these nuts. Yep, of course. Thank you, thank you, Tommy. We have. Well, my why, why did you sign me out? We have me with the Clay County Rebels. What's up? How y'all doing? And then we have Miss Macy Shear, who finally joined with the Spooky Bitches. I, I, I feel like that fits her personality great. It does. She's wanting Halloween to show up very soon. That's her favorite holiday of the year. Is spooky season. But there's still ten. So we have ten teams, and there are still six spots available if you want to join. Message myself. Message... Tommy, message Ben. You could message Macy if you wanted to. But I doubt she'll get back to you. But yeah. And do it quick. We gotta, I gotta figure out when we're doing this draft. Because <laughs> we gotta do it at some point. Like, soon. Yes. So, come on, people. If you're joining, you're joining. If you're not joining, that's fine. I was wondering, would we be able to do a, uh, we could do a live draft uh, podcast episode? That's, that was the plan. Ah. 
I think we might be doing it I mean, offline, however. I mean, as of the scheduled day for it currently, I could do that day, but it would have to be later. Yeah, and that's the only thing with Macy, so... We will, we will see. We will, we will talk we more, shall convene in our personal group chat that we have as to the plan. So, um, what else do I have? Let's see, what did the Mr. Haley send me? So I can see what we got here. Mm, yes. uh, uh, some wrestling stuff he was talking about. Uh, Ric Flair had his last match on uh, Saturday. He bled a lot. Or Sunday, my bad. Sunday. He bled a lot, but he's alive. He's alive. So. Uh, yeah, there you go. So. Also, Drew Locke should be a Hall of Fame quarterback when he's in Seattle. Just saying. I would love to see that happen, but it'll. We'll just have to see what happens. Yeah. 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 Uh, Bill Russell passed away. We almost forgot to talk about that. Yes. Somehow. I don't know how. Uh, well, this is not really that much of a basketball podcast. We do, uh, we respect Bill Russell and his uh, massive achievements in basketball as a player and a coach. And uh, him having more uh, championship rings than he does fingers on his hands is great. Love that. More than Tom Brady. <laughs> Dang right. Dang right. Uh, back to baseball. Jacob DeGrom's back. <laughs> and he's throwing 102 miles an hour. No way. Oh. <laughs> oh, in, in, in terms of baseball news, uh, Brock, uh, yep. n- newly acquired closer for San Diego, uh, Josh Hader, uh, got the win tonight, uh, three to two over the Rockies. Wow, they defeated the Rockies. What a surprise! At least it wasn't uh thirteen to five like the the first game of the doubleheader today. Yeah, eh, there's that. Uh. Do we have a guess the year this week? Oh, Jesus. Yes. Yes, we do. My bad. Uh, Even though it's just me? <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Give me a second. What is today? Is August 3rd. Uh... Yeah, we're going with that one. Alright, here we go. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We're going with this one. 
Oh, this is a glorious one right here. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're going with this one. All right. So, <clears throat> July 3rd, the Kansas City Royals, after losing this game, were 41-64. and 64. God, that sounds familiar. And they lost to Tampa Bay, 58, who uh, were 58-48 and 48 on the year, 10-4. to 4. Ben, I need the year from this team. Now... I'm giving you this team because this could be a lineup for the Royals for about seven years. <laughs> batting oh, first. Lord. Batting first. The left fielder, David DeJesus. Batting second, the center fielder, Willie Bloomquist. Batting third, the first baseman, Billy Butler. Batting third. Oh, or batting fourth, the third baseman, Mark Tien. Batting fifth, the second baseman, Alberto Cayaspo. Batting sixth, the designated hitter, John Buck. Batting seventh, Let's go. Batting seventh the catcher, Miguel Olivo. Batting eighth, the right fielder, Ryan Friel. And batting ninth, the shortstop, Unanetsky Betancourt. The pitcher that started the day off for the Royals was Zach Grinke. Ben, I need the year. I'm just going out on a limb because I got no idea. I'm going 2010. August 3rd, 2009. Um. Like I said, this is a Royals lineup that would have, I could, you could have said anywhere from like 2007 to 2011. I probably would have agreed that that was probably the lineup. Yep. But seeing Alberto Cayaspo coming into play, uh, Unitsky Betancourt hit a home run this game. That loss for the Royals is Zach Grinke's seventh. Was Zach Grinke's seventh? He was ten and seven on the year. They lost to Scott Cashmere. So, so yeah, that is the year that we had there. I'm I'm just gonna. I was close. I'm going to read off who was playing for the Rays on this day. Notice how I said Tampa Bay. I didn't say what they were. Because that probably would have given it away. Jason Bartlett, okay. Carl Crawford, BJ Upton, Evan Longoria, Ben Zobras, Carlos Pena, Willie Abar, Gabe Cross, Michael Hernandez, Gabe Kapler, Scott Cashmere, Grant Balfour, Brian Schauer, Jeff Bennett, and J.P. Howe all played for the Rays that day. Oh, wow. In front of 24,219 fans at Tropicana Field in a three-hour, 22-minute game. It was a day game at with a first pitch of 12.07 on a Monday. There you go. That is guess the year for this week. Good. Lord, this is horrible. 
I'm sorry, but I'm literally looking at this lineup and I'm going, God, I have so many memories of Alberto Cayaspo <laughs> that I just shouldn't have. And then there's Ryan Freel. I'm like, I don't even know who you are. It's that meme, like, uh, from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy where it's like, you, you killed my family. I don't know who you are. You took everything from me. I don't even know who you are. Yeah. That was... Uh, there you Endgame. go. Yeah, apparently 2009 was his final year. They apparently traded for him from the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> what the hell? He only played 18 games for the Royals. What the heck? So I we just rambly pulled up a Royals lineup that he was playing in. Sounds about right. We got, oh god, who was on this roster? Oh god, look, nah, I'm not gonna reveal who was on this roster. I'm just gonna stare at it for a little bit. Because I'll give away if I decide to do this year again. Good god! <laughs> just a flood of memories coming back to me. Holy shit. <laughs> What is this lineup? I don't know, man. What is this team? I remember so many of them so well. Oh, oh wow, Bruce Chen. <laughs> God, okay, I'm going to name the pitching staff that they had this year. Zach Grinke, Brian Bannister, Luke Hochaver, Kyle Davies, Gil Mesh, Bruce Chen. Those were the starting pitchers. Good Lord. <laughs> I, oh, Kyle Davies, Luke Hochaver, and Zach Grinke are all the same age. Wow. I just... Uh. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, Jesus. A flood of memories looking at this Royals roster. Anyway. Uh, we're not doing the top five this week because there's no Tommy. And I really want to do I that with him. I could do my uh, I could do my uh, three things for the week. Yep, that's kind of where I was going. It is now time for Ben. Is it just three things? Yep, just three things this week. All right, it is now time for Ben's three things. First, I'm gonna start it off with uh, on Sunday. I don't know if you and uh, if you and Tommy covered it, Brock, but um, on Sunday uh. Brock Lesnar uh, flipped the wrestling ring with a tractor. Okay, so that was actually Saturday, and I'm not part of We Are Not Entertained. Okay. <laughs> I am not part of yeah, We Are Not Entertained. Yeah, but I just thought that was crazy. That... just thought that was crazy, yeah. bringing on a, a full-on tractor. Yep. <laughs> and flipped a ring. Yep. Um, yep. SummerSlam, baby. My, my next thing was... Uh, it was on uh, it was on this past Sunday, but um, uh, Los Angeles Angels pitcher uh, Reed Detmers became the first pitcher in seven years 
with a no-hitter and an immaculate inning in the same season. Nice. So, good for him. Uh, Explain to the people at home what an immaculate inning is. In an immaculate inning, if I remember this correctly, is throwing nine strikeouts and striking out all three batters, correct? Uh, Nine pitches, yes. On nine pitches. Nine pitches, nine strikes, all three batters strike out. That sound correct? Uh, yes. All right. And then finally, um, my third thing, it's been uh, blowing up uh, recently as a meme for uh, college football players, especially college quarterbacks. Let's but, ride. Um, many of you have probably seen uh, the Russell Wilson Bronco video where he goes, Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. And uh, all these college quarterbacks are just tearing into him with these memes with them just copying copying him up movement for movement and word for word, and it's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you see how he rolled up to training camp, by the way? I don't think I did see how he did. He wore his own jersey. Oh, gosh, no. Yep. No. Yep. <laughs> Russell, buddy. Sounds like a guy that's all in. I guess you could say he's Mr. Unlimited. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Mr. Limited, because he's in Denver. Classic Russell Wilson meme. God, there are just so many. <laughs> <laughs> B-card country, let's ride. We're going to get a compilation of all of us saying that, by the way. Ride. (laughs) So, I'll have each one of you send in a video of you saying that. We'll post it on the YouTube channel. Awesome. Saying, B-card country, let's ride. B-card country. Let's ride. <laughs> uh, sounds about right for us. Uh, do you have an MIP of the week? Um, I guess. Um, I would just go with um. I'd go with uh, what the Dolphins did with uh, getting suspended. <laughs> All right, you're going for, with the Dolphins. Yeah, the Miami Dolphins uh, front office. All right, not a not a bad one to go with. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit different, different sport. I'm going to go with the Colorado Rockies for once oh, again. Point. For once again, not making a trade at the trade deadline. Chris Bryant's injured again. No, well, I didn't know that, but yeah, that as well now. Yeah, I think he got put on the IL again yesterday. Yeah. For what, like the third time this season? It hurts, man. Stupid like that, yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah. So, uh, you got anything else? I, that, that's, that's literally everything I got. That's all you got? All right. Well. Uh, I think this has been pretty eventful for just two of us on here today. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. This is a little bit more than I thought we were going to be getting. But, uh, Ben, we have an episode of Earning Our Stripes coming out today. We do. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's a very good one. Nothing too crazy, uh, talked about, but, uh, it's a good one. Yeah. We, uh, next week we might be doing a, uh, I don't know. We could. <laughs> you know. We may be doing a, uh, Um, going through the Missouri Tigers shop and the Missouri Tiger uh, team store. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? We might. We might not. Yep. It just kind of depends on if we get any more for any more new Mizzou information as uh, school. And, uh, football looms closer. Yep. We shall see for sure. But. Where can you be found on Twitter, Ben? Uh, at Elite Tiger Spore 1, I think. It's kind of weird. You guys probably all know. Since the name's super long, it just put, like, a, a number at the very end. But as long as you look up Elite Tiger Sports, you should find what you're hopefully looking for. Where can Tommy be found on Twitter? Uh, Dude Rex underscore 14? Dude underscore Rex 14. Ah, messed it up again. You're good, dude. Dude underscore Rex 14. Yes. The D and the R are capitalized. Macy Shear can be found on Twitter at Macy underscore Shear. The M and the C are capitalized on that. I can be found on Twitter at BrockGorton99. The B and the G are capitalized. Ben, where can the YouTube slash website slash everything else Twitter be found? Uh, B-Card Entertainment. Uh, nope. B slat B dash card entertainment.com. Oh, okay. You're going with the website. Yeah, I was talking about the Twitter. The Twitter is at uh, capital B C A R capital D. No. Y T. No, it's. No. Ah. Uh, at B card Y T capital B capital C capital Y T. Ah, I should have known this by now. Yeah, you should. You've been on enough of these podcasts now. 
Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, here's actually an interesting list that we could talk about right here. We now have the most wins in the NFL regular season since 2015. Here are the top ten, Ben. Any any guesses who was on this top ten list? Since 2015? Yes. Any guesses? Uh, Patriots. They are number two. Any other guesses? The Chiefs. That is the number one team. 83 wins. The Patriots was 79. Okay, so they're pretty close. Any other guesses? They're not the Cowboys. Nope. Um... No, there are some surprising ones on this list. Uh... Bills? Yep. Number 10 with 64. For some some reason, I'm thinking Jaguars, but they only had that, like, one really good season in 2015, didn't they? Yep. Uh, 2017. But they're not on Uh, the list. 2017. Yeah. Um. Um. Seahawks? At number six with 69 wins. Nice. Nice. Uh, Here, I'll just give you the list. uh, We could talk about it afterwards. Number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. Number two, the New England Patriots. A tie for third with the Green Bay Packers, Pittsburgh Steelers, and New Orleans Saints with 72. Seahawks at number six with 69. Seventh nice. is the Los Angeles Rams with 66. A tie yeah. for eighth between the Vikings and Ravens at seventy or at 65, and the Bills at 10th with 64. Interesting. Did you think the Vikings had won that many games since 2015? I did not. I did not think that they... Would have done that, but then again, they did get pretty close in 2017. Again, these are only regular season wins. Yeah. So, that's incredible. But yeah, Chiefs, most wins since 2015. Here come the Chiefs fans in the comments. Normal Chiefs fans or the bandwagon ones? Yes. Yes. Fair enough. Got anything else? I do not. Uh, I didn't upload anything new to the blog. Did you? Um, I uh, had a whole bunch of videos go up on my uh, YouTube channel this past week. But nothing on the blog? No new blogs? No new blogs. I will... Hopefully, be getting you some. Ooh, people can before hear before classes start. Mm. About Mizzou stuff. Oh, excellent! Because I, I feel like a 
the website is needing some Mizzou content. Well, I will be providing some of that here with a uh, with an article that I'll be posting this week. Excellent. Yes. So, thank you for turning into this edition of Big Time Talkers. It's basically just pretty much a glorified earning our stripes, just we didn't talk about Mizzou. Which is not necessarily a bad thing. Now is it, Ben? Nope, not at all. Alright. If you enjoy listening to me and Ben talk, you can listen to Earning Our Stripes, where me and Ben talk about Mizzou athletics and daily life at Mizzou, probably with Ben here coming up. Yep. Mr. Tommy Haley talked about SummerSlam, Ric Flair's last match, and Ring of Honor's Death Before Dishonor on We Are Not Entertained. That video is live. And Miss Macy Shear put out an episode of the Shear Shit Podcast. So, if you enjoy either weird stuff or professional wrestling, go check those out. Those are up on the YouTube channel. Those are YouTube channel exclusives. And, uh, as well as Earning Our Stripes, which will be coming out either just before or just after this one. This podcast that you're listening to right here. Do not know yet. Ben, do you have any more videos scheduled for your YouTube channel? I currently need to make some more, but um, there's plenty of newer content on my channel as of me uploading all this past week. Uh, But I should hopefully have some uh, new stuff up here soon. Will you be joining me for a live stream anytime soon? Um... Maybe, I just have to get more information on that. Yeah, we will see what we will do there. We'll talk off air and figure that out. Uh, I think Mr. Haley might be coming out with a video on the channel here soon. I don't know. I'm talking to him about it currently. But it's, uh, it's an interesting one. It really is. I... It's also one I think probably needs to be made. (laughs) But... uh, Other than that, I've been Brock Orton. Ben Benjamin Duncan. And until earning our stripes, have a wonderful rest of your week, folks. Stay safe, everybody. And drink water. It's hot. Peace out, Girl Scouts.